Hey everybody, Nick Espinosa, your chief security fanatic here. Obviously still under the weather, but the show must go on. And today we're talking about the water and wastewater infrastructure here in the United States because it's not going to get secured. Now, this is not good. I've got a lot of thoughts on this. And the backdrop for this is coming from an article uh, by Christian Vasquez in CyberScoop. And if you didn't know, um, this is pretty much a major blow to the Biden administration's efforts to improve cybersecurity defenses of critical infrastructure. And, and by virtue of that, they released the National Cybersecurity Strategy. I recently wrote an article for Forbes on this, kind of picking it apart, good and bad, and where I think it's going to basically fall down. And now we've got some proof of what I said a while back, because the EPA or Environmental Protection Agency will no longer require cybersecurity audits of U.S. water utilities uh, through sanitary surveys. Now, in a letter uh, to state drinking water administrators on Thursday, the EPA said that litigation from states with Republican legislatures and also trade associations, uh, basically, they raise questions about the long-term legal viability of this initiative to regulate cybersecurity of these utilities. So they basically, that drove the decision <clears throat> to rescind the March memorandum that was implementing that rule. Now, the announcement obviously is a major setback uh, to the Biden administration's efforts to add more stringency uh, to cyber mandates to basically critical infrastructure sectors. The Biden administration's national cybersecurity strategy uh, described improving the digital defenses of critical infrastructure as a key priority. That is something we are so behind on here in the United States as well. Now, owners and operators of these systems are struggling to combat just basically an onslaught of ransomware, phishing, all of that, not to mention state-backed attacks, infiltration, uh, you know, of what is essentially some of the most sensitive networks in the country. I mean, literally, we have over 50,000 water and wastewater districts here in the United States. This is a big, big deal. Now, for the critical infrastructure sectors, <clears throat> the consequences for a major cyber attack are obviously rather dire, and U.S. water utilities have been identified as lacking in security. There was an inspector on, on a tangent from this a couple years ago, around 2021, there was an inspector general's report that basically said something like 60 to 80% of all water and wastewater facilities has, has inadequate uh, data or cybersecurity. And that is a huge, huge problem. And to quote the EPA, uh, their spokesperson, while the memorandum is being withdrawn due to litigation, improving cybersecurity across the water sector remains one of the EPA's highest priorities. Cybersecurity represents a serious and increasing threat to drinking water and wastewater utilities, end quote. And the answer to that is yes, it is a continuously rising threat. The EPA also said that it encourages, and I quote, all states to voluntarily review public water uh, cybersecurity programs to ensure that any vulnerabilities are identified and corrected and assistance is provided to systems that need that help. End quote. Now, the withdrawal of this rule does not bode well for the future efforts to essentially uh, establish harmony among the 16 existing critical infrastructure sectors. Many critical infrastructure sectors, like water and wastewater, lack cybersecurity regulations. So using basically a voluntary approach to regulating cybersecurity in these industries was described in the National Cybersecurity Strategy as resulting in inadequate and inconsistent outcomes. And yes, that's exactly it. We have seen decade after decade after decade of basically standards being imposed, but all on your honor and voluntary and people paying lip service. I can't tell you how many clients I've walked into in the last 20 years that claim to have things like ITAR compliance and they're not doing anything at all. They simply claim it. There's no enforcement of that, and the only time enforcement comes is if they have some kind of data breach, and then the regulators come in. 
And so that's one of the big issues here. Now, using the EPA in this case to regulate cybersecurity of water utilities represented a creative piece of policymaking uh, by the Biden administration, but the effort to do so has been controversial from the start, with the water industry loudly opposing the use of the EPA's existing authority to add cybersecurity regulations. This is something I wrote specifically about in uh, that article in Forbes, not about the EPA, but we have existing enforcement wings in the U.S. government that are better tasked for these kinds of things like the FTC, SEC, et cetera, et cetera. When, the, when you've got outfits like the Cybersecurity Infrastructure Agency or CISA or the EPA, they're there to be friendly guideposts. They're there uh, you know, basically to help. Now you put them in an enforcement mode and you're doing a disservice because they're, see, they're basically seen as something to be feared as opposed to something to be collaborative with. Now, some experts <clears throat> question whether uh, sanitary surveys was the right tool to enforce cybersecurity mandates as the process traditionally does not involve auditors who understand the complex nature of protecting industrial systems. And that is absolutely true. I've met basically compliance and audit regulators that do not understand exactly what firewalls do. They're just checking a box to say if you have one. It could be, you know, a cheap crappy Linksys or it could be, you know, an enterprise firewall or something in between, but they're checking that box. Now, basically a month after this rule was issued, uh, Missouri Arkansas and Iowa sued the EPA to basically block them from enforcing these cybersecurity rules. The U.S. Court of Appeals for the Eighth Circuit stayed the measure from being implemented while this was being litigated, <clears throat> meaning the Eighth, Eighth Circuit said, yeah, you can't implement this in these states or anywhere else until the courts have adjudicated this situation. And so in a statement, the American Water Works Association and the National Rural, uh, Rural Water Association, both of which were involved in these lawsuits, um, said that they were, quote, pleased with the decision and have renewed their call for a collaborative approach to cybersecurity measures in the water sector, end quote. And that's absolutely BS. <clears throat> and the reason being is they've had years and years and years. We have constant news, at least in the last eight or nine years, of nothing but cyber attacks, nothing but hits on from cyber gangs, criminal intelligence. We have evidence uh, multiple water systems have been hit already. Oldsmar, Florida, population of around 15,000. Basically, they caught uh, somebody trying to introduce high concentrations of lye remotely into their water system. And if one of their employees hadn't been walking by and accidentally saw this, caught it and was able to reverse it, that would have been a huge issue. Imagine poisoning the well for a town of 15,000. Every man, woman, child, and, and animal is drinking from that water source. Not to mention, imagine hundreds of thousands of heads of cattle dying because the water source has been poisoned uh, because, again, somebody was able to hack into this system. The American Water Works Association and National Rural Water Association, quite frankly, in my opinion, have done absolutely nothing over the last 10, 20 years to stiffen this up. They are advocates for basically the owners of this, and owners do not want to send money. Most organizations look at IT or cybersecurity or a combination of both if they don't understand the difference as some giant flaming pit that they keep shoveling money into, not really understanding the risks. And so the only thing that's going to change this, and I hate to say it, is if when one of these water systems gets poisoned and we see an entire town, an entire crop, an entire fleet of cattle, whatever, herd, die. That's what it's going to come down to. 
You know, and, and obviously enforcing national cybersecurity policies is a difficult thing. The Department of Defense has been taking the hits to get the CMMC live, but they're sick and tired of foreign intelligence agencies eating their lunch, getting controlled on classified information or worse from all of their all of their contractors and the contractors and where the contractors sub out to. So <clears throat> this is, I think, a step, a huge step in the in the, in the wrong direction. I'm not for regulations, but quite frankly, we're getting destroyed you know, when it comes to cyber attacks by foreign governments and everything else, we're the number one target on the planet. And for us to basically say, oh, yeah, well, that thing that every human needs, every animal, every mammal needs on the planet, we're not going to defend. I think that's pretty ridiculous because, quite frankly, it hasn't been happening. There's no standards, which means no standards will be applied. And while they can encourage you to do anything, there you go. I mean, I can be encouraged to buy a Rolls Royce. It's not like I'm going to go out and buy one, right? I mean, maybe I need one, but I'm not going to do it. You know, so so these are things that 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 are going to be a huge problem longitudinally for the United States. And we are going to see this from basically all 16 critical sectors then where you're going to have, let's say, state legislatures that 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 just want to do lawfare against the current administration because, well, one side hates the other. And maybe it's vice versa, you know, when the other side gets the presidency. I don't know. But the point is, is that what we are doing right now is wrong. This is not good. And this is basically, quite frankly, something that is helping to sustain the the, the survival uh, of of basically the human population in this country. And to not defend it, to not enforce regulations, I think is utterly ridiculous. And that is my opinion. And please like, share, follow me here on Facebook and Twitter at Nick AESP, where you'll always get my opinion. Same with YouTube as well. And as always, stay safe, stay online, and please, time to stay private. Thanks, everybody.